Here, 357. Go up and if you need to, put one right behind his head. We yeah. talked about this ghost bear. How long have you been after this ghost bear? Five years. I just love hunting these animals. That's that's all I care about. Welcome to the Bear Hunting Podcast. Hey folks, welcome to today's podcast. So uh, today I've got return guest Ed Butler, the working class woodsman, um, and. Uh, yeah, so today's going to be a lot of fun because um, pretty much um, I know that Ed has been successful on some bear hunts recently, and he knows that I've been successful on bear hunts, and that's about all we know. So uh, I figured today we're going to just swap stories and, uh, yeah, talk about our bear seasons now that it's all wrapped up. So anyway, how you doing, Ed? Uh, I'm doing very well, thank you. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, it's all wrapped up. But yeah, it was I over quick. I guess. I t- yeah, you're telling me. You're telling me. <laughs> you know, we wait all we wait all year for it, and it seems like uh, now it's over, and we're, we're now we got to wait another year or start out in other states. Yeah, that doesn't seem to, doesn't seem to be in the cards for me. I don't know about you. No, no, exactly. But, no, uh, I mean, you know, the so. thing the thing for me is like, um, you know, Canada is so like up in the air right now. You know, it's like. <laughs> you know, you never know what's going to go on there. And, yeah. um, and so, you know, it's hard to even like plan like for anything in the spring there. And, uh, you know, there's, there's always Alaska, but that, that's a huge adventure, you know, and that's, I don't know, um, which you've done, which I've done. Yep. And you know, yeah, yeah. it's, it, it, it's a, it's a long way to go for a bear. So, I mean, that's an option. It's yeah. a lot of fun, but you know, it's, it's a long way to go for a bear. And, yeah. you know, in terms of spring hunting, really, besides Canada and Alaska, you're stuck with, you know, for, for a, a guy that really wants to, like, just bait bears, like I do, you know, it's, yep. you know, nothing wrong with spot and stalking, but I just kind of like baiting bears. And really, once, if you're narrowing it down to that as a non-resident, you're pretty much stuck to Idaho and Wyoming. And, um, for you know, spring bear, you mean. for spring bear, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. Idaho... You know, it, I kind of kick myself because this is so off topic already, <laughs> but I kind of kick myself oh, because I discovered Idaho, you know, I, I, I learned about the Idaho spring bear hunt back in like 2012, maybe is when I first learned about it and how maybe mm-hmm. it was 2013 where you could go and this is when they first like introduced their non-resident reduced price tags basically you can go hunt bears in idaho in the spring and shoot two of them for 180 bucks or something like that and in certain units yeah it's crazy and i thought oh man i gotta do that i gotta do that well i never did and i think by the sounds of it it's gotten very very popular so well it's kind of it seems like short money for yeah for a bear hunt for a permit now now can a say a non-resident go out there and just bait yeah yeah. Or do you do you, and do you get do you go on like uh, public land? I, yeah. I don't know how that works. Yeah, there's there. a, yeah. yeah, it's most where where most of the bears are. It's pretty much all national forest out there. Okay. So yeah, you can just go and bear bait there. I mean, you know, the the terrain's challenging because you know it's pretty steep mountains and stuff. So you want to be pretty prepared. And there's there's a lot of other things like when does when is the snow going to melt and all that too. But um, you know, it, it's 
it's definitely a doable hunt, but the problem is a lot of people do it now. So, I mean, you can definitely be successful, but, you know, I think (laughs) I I wish I would have done it before everybody else started getting into it. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I would love to. Actually, uh, uh, Idaho is definitely on my hit list because when I did that two years ago, when they did that little uh, cross-country trip, I didn't get to go to Idaho. Just I, Mm -hmm. like, stuck a tire in it, but that was about it. I didn't really get to check things out. Just such a... I, I I love to bear hunt up there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Not, and I wonder if it's a question of, like, do they just have, like, so many, like, they issue so many permits or so many sites? Or I wonder how that works. all over the counter. Um, I think okay. you're pretty much unlimited. So, yeah, you don't have to no, no put thing. in or anything. So, yeah, you just go. So they got a huge, they got a huge population of black bear by the side. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Okay. Like so many so, other states. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Uh, well, maybe someday. Uh, yeah, maybe someday. i bear hunt in it. I don't think the state of Maine is going to, that's not going to change anytime soon. And no. certainly probably not New Hampshire. So no. I don't see any uh, spring season. Yeah, exactly. Um, and if they ever did, they would probably still only allow you the one bear. So you, they, then you're forfeiting your fall season, which I don't want to do. Right, exactly. Um, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I guess as time goes on and who knows where, where, where we're going as far as that goes. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, uh, like in Michigan too. I mean, we, there's, there's folks trying to, you know, are the, I'm a part of the Black Bear Bow Hunter Michigan Black Bear Bow Hunter Society, and we're pushing for a spring season. But I mean, that's a long yeah. ways out. You know, we got a oh, yeah. we got oh, a yeah. long uphill battle before that ever happens. So yeah, and on that, by the way, I'd just yeah. like to tell you how much I love Michigan. Yeah, oh, um, yeah. you know, uh, we the last time we actually talked was yep. before I came out to Michigan. Yeah. And uh, I know we had talked about like a, a meet and greet or whatever, but mm-hmm. life got busy in, in either one of us. Oh, but, yeah. But I was, uh, I didn't make it to the UP, but uh, I was up in like Imlay, Port Huron, Bad Axe, that okay. area. And yeah, I, my old stomping grounds. Can't, I can't tell you how much I love that state. Yeah. It's a cool um, place. Definitely man. want to go back. Definitely. And I actually found uh, the friends of ours, well, as it turns out, have a hunting camp up in uh, Mayo, Michigan. No, no kidding. No kidding. My family, and, well, my in-laws have a camp up in Mayo, too, actually. And uh, I'm actually, I, if I ever have the time, uh, uh, I can go out there and hunt. So that's oh, something cool. I definitely want to do. Yeah, if I definitely. You know, oh, I'd love to go. And I was that's just cool. really, really, really impressed with this with the state. I loved it out there. Yeah. Oh, cool. But any, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I like Michigan for sure. <laughs> yeah. A little well, biased, but... You know, in all, no, in all reality... Well, I'm talking, you know, I, I obviously I was I was north of Detroit, but mm-hmm. um, and nothing nothing is Detroit. But I didn't spend it. I mean, I I never I didn't stop until I get to like Emily City, so I, yeah. I can't say much in between. But uh, but the um, it's just like New Hampshire was in the 1970s. Okay, how so? That's it. it well, the first uh, the the people mm-hmm. the uh, just it just as soon as I got into and I started walking around and you know, going into stores and restaurants and talking to people, going into hardware stores. And I did a couple of projects out there. It, it was like, you know, this is, this is what New Hampshire was like in the 1970s. That's cool. The way that people talk, the, 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 uh, it's a hard thing to really explain mm-hmm. to break it down, but it, that was just the vibe I got. And, and that's a, it's a hard thing to understand. Well, it's a hard thing to explain. It's a hard thing to understand if you weren't from 1970s New Hampshire. Okay. But I'm telling you, that's what it was like. And now we're basically a suburb of, you know, Massachusetts. Sure. For the most part. So things have changed. And, you know, we're, the, we're overdeveloped and, and blah, blah, blah. But 
Oh dear, things just seem to move at a at a, a more desirable pace for me. Oh yeah, yeah and, for sure. And the folks, the folk, the folks were great. Okay. Yep. Um, honestly, yeah, and uh, like I say, we went into a lot of the, you know, uh, Mennonite communities and the stores, and uh, yeah. just we had a great time just shopping. You know, going into hardware stores and and stuff like that, and it was uh, it was great. Cool. It was just a great, great time. Really, really refreshing. Cool. Well, I'll so see if I you just wanted to kind of throw that out there. Yeah, I'll see if you liked it there. Just wait till you get to the UP. <laughs> oh, this is so now. Yeah, so now I've built. Now I'm like, okay, now I have to go because I was headed to the UP. But the problem is, I just didn't have the. T- I want to spend yeah. at least a week up there. Sure. Yeah, you know, I don't want to yeah. like you know run up and run back. So like, no, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to save that for us. That's going to be a separate trip. Sure. Because there's so many things up there that I want to see. Absolutely. Um, yeah. There, you can't I really can do it justice in less than a day. Not even close. You know. Oh yeah, I could spend the summer up there oh yeah you know yeah. realistically just driving around you know there's so much and it's just the character of the people i think is what make it so so great yeah definitely but, but uh anyway if, if if no one's ever been they, they really need to go yeah oh yeah so it's but uh hidden aside gem. from that <laughs> hidden gem yep. for sure but cool so we, we shot some bears i guess yeah the, i guess i guess we shot some bears <laughs> <laughs> we shot some bears so let's do it yeah. like this let's do um I want to hear how Maine went, and then I'll go with my hunt, and then you can finish off with your New Hampshire hunt. Let's do sure, that. Work. Okay, yeah, let's yeah. split it up that way. Okay, so tell me about Maine. So what was the game plan going into there, and what happened? Well, basically, it was, we went back up to Bozbuck, and mm-hmm. fortunately, um, uh, the usual crowd was up there. Can, it, can um, I pause you really I, quick, my, just in case somebody's absolutely. tuned in for the first time, wh- who, what's Bozbuck? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yep, Bozbuck nope. is a is a is a hunting camp on mm-hmm. Bozbuck on Lake Aziskahas, mm-hmm. and they do the whole. They run the gamut. They do you know um, bird hunting, salmon fishing, uh, camp. It's a you can go up there and just spend a weekend in a cabin, or it's it's their bread and butter now is uh, uh, snowmobiling. Okay. They, they get a huge, huge, huge snowmobile crowd, and uh, that's just kind of the way. The, that state has gone. ATVs and snowmobiles have just yeah. really, really, really come of age. Yep. And you know, there's a love-hate relationship with that. But that—that's—that's that's, they do a ton, a ton of snowmobiling. So if any anyone's looking for a snowmobile getaway, uh, that that's a great place to go. But um, you know, but also obviously they do. Uh, they've done bear hunts for a long time, mm-hmm. and you know they they do a lot of bird hunting. Anything to do with it's a sporting camp. Okay. So you can, and there's a bunch of different levels you can do. I actually know the, the owner, um, uh, owners, I should say. And, uh, you know, you can, there's a couple of different ways you can break it up and do it, but, but essentially a guy can, you know, a guy from Michigan can call up, uh, Mike or Wendy at Bosebuck and say, Hey, look, I want to book a bear hunt. You can do that. And they'll mm-hmm. outfit you just like any other. So they're full blown. Mike's a main guide. Okay. Um, and so, so that's, that's how that deal works. And I, I, I recommend it to anyone. Um, but so fortunately, uh, my buddy Travis was up there who I think I've mentioned before, but yeah. he's a, he's, he's gone every year for the last 10 years. Okay. So he's always there. And I was fortunately brought my other buddy, Kevin up from, uh, he's actually from Massachusetts. Who's a serious bow hunter. Okay. And, uh, he went up there, um, kind of a funny story. I sold him a recurve bow last summer okay. and he became addictive, addicted to shooting recurve bows. Uh-huh. So his plan was he wanted to shoot a bear with the recurve and uh, knowing that that's tough. Okay. Yeah, out of, yeah. for one thing out of us. So he gave it, uh, he ended up going out like three or four nights 
I want to say four nights with the recurve and then brought his compound as backup. So, you know what? He says, I, I, I think I'm just really going to go. Um, and, and I'm kind of drawing this out a little bit because it kind of adds to what, you know, bear hunting is really all about. Yeah. So he took his compound out. The bottom line is Kevin didn't get a bear. Okay. Um, he, he, he had a great time. He saw a bunch of, um, uh, a, a couple of cubs. He did. Had he brought his rifle, he would have probably tagged out. He did get one good opportunity, but he didn't have a bow shot. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm kind of because people seem to think that it's a slam dunk. It's like you yeah. know, it's like oh, it's, you know, it, it's not. Many people go, and this is Kevin's third hunt now, and he mm-hmm. still has. He's he's never shot a bear. Yeah. So, wow. but but again, yeah. So. And Kevin's a great hunter. I mean, I've been, you know, he's got quite an impressive uh, taxidermy collection in his basement. But just so it's it's not, you know, people seem to think that, oh, it's, you know, you just you put out donuts, you put, a, put out a barrel, and, you know, 10 days later you shoot a beer. Certainly not the case. Yeah, absolutely uh, so, not. But absolutely you know not. that. And yep. I always try to, I, I try to stress that because it's not a slam dunk. Um, you know, I've had years I haven't caught a bear. But... Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, you know, it was uh, six nights. Uh, I shot, actually shot mine uh, Friday night, which was the fifth night. And um, it was, uh, I saw nothing but mothers and cubs. And one mother actually had three cubs. And I don't know if you well, saw my Instagram. I had one cub try to climb into my tree. Yep, I did see that. I did see that. Yep, <laughs> yep. And that was the night. I'll just make sure I got my night straight. No, that was the mother with three cubs. And that night... The three cubs come rolling in, immediately start just beating the heck out of each other, staving mm-hmm. the heck. And these were very, very small, small, yeah, small cubs. Yep. I mean, they were just they were just beating hell. So one cub ran back with mom, the other two fought it out, and then decided to like split the. And you can hear if you watch the, my Instagram videos of that, you can hear the little cubs trying to eat and fight at the same time. It's comical <laughs> as hell. So that night. Uh, it got to be, I mean, we're talking two hours of mama bear just walking around the perimeter, never touched the barrel now hmm. and snapping her jaws for, for two solid hours. And it got to be like a half hour before dark, 15 minutes before dark. And I'm like, you know, this isn't good. I don't yeah. want to climb down out of the tree. Right. Especially snapping her teeth at you, you know? So what I was doing. Yeah. And if you look in one of my videos, she came right under the tree stand. She just yeah. couldn't find it. Yep. So I started snapping branches and throwing them at the barrel. And as soon as I would do that, she would run, she would charge into, she would charge right into the tree stand, stand up on her hind legs and try to figure out where it was. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. So I'm like, I'm going to, I, I, I called uh, Mike on the radio and I said, Hey, I got three cubs here, a mother bear that won't go away. And as soon as the cubs come out of the trees, I'm going to, I'm going to put a shot in, I'm going to put a shot into the, into the stump. Yeah. I want to get rid of them. And probably with a half, uh, 20 minutes of legal shooting hours, I shot into a deadfall and sure enough the mother bear had gone out to the perimeter with one other cub and the other two as soon as i shot they were out of there yeah so that's how that night ended but that was an exciting night oh, i actually I had to shoot my way out of the tree stand <laughs> <laughs> so uh that's cool so and meanwhile all everyone else is seeing nothing but cubs nothing mm-hmm. but mothers and cubs and we're like geez what are we going to do because you know you just don't shoot cubs right or you don't shoot mothers obviously with cubs yeah. so uh, last ditch, I, uh, I said, you know what? I'm just going to try another stand. And I went uh, and I shot that. That that I had, it was kind of funny because as soon as I sat down, within 15 minutes, I had a small boar come in mm-hmm. and uh, stuck his nose on the barrel and just bolted. He was gone. Hmm. 
and something wasn't right, whatever. Well, that same beer came back probably about, well, I shot it at six. No, that was New Hampshire. When did, what time did I shoot? I shot him with like 15 minutes of daylight left. Okay. And it was about a hundred pound male. It was a small bear, maybe, yeah. maybe a little heavy, but, um, and, uh, you know, it was basically like, I had like, you know what? It was the first, it was the first bear I'd seen, I'd seen that wasn't a cub with it, with it, with a sow. Yeah. And yeah. I, I was pretty sure it was a male. I said, you know what? I'm just going to fill my tag. And I, you know, I, I, I'd rather go home with one than without one. I passed on last year in Maine. I didn't shoot a bear in Maine because I passed on a pretty decent one. The first, mm-hmm. I say pretty decent, probably 150, 175. Sure, yeah. And that was, that was the only bear I saw. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what, this year I just, I'd, I'd like to take one home. So I did, I, I took it and it was, you know, it ran, you know, I hit it and boiler room shot ran 30 yards and it, it was, it worked out well. Yeah. And, uh, long story short, um, Travis shot a 226 pound sow, okay. dry sow and, uh, Kevin didn't get anything. And two other guys from New Jersey actually didn't tag out either. Okay. So Travis and I were the only ones that brought bear home. Yeah. Wow. That was Maine, mm-hmm. and uh, so we did, you know, but we did a lot of fishing. Uh, unfortunately, the lake is about 10 feet low. Yeah, so been a dry we year. Were, we, yep, yeah, we did some fly fishing. Uh, we caught some a lot of fall fish, but mm-hmm. didn't catch any Travis salmon. So we had it. We just had a absolutely phenomenal time. Kevin had, had a great time. He can't wait to go back. Cool. And, uh, but ne- next year, I've talked to him, and he is going to bring his, his rifle. Yeah, and I said, yep. you know, it's going to be a fourth. It's going to be a fourth bear hunt. It's, it's time you bring one home. <laughs> yeah, stop exactly. making it so darn, Stop making it so hard on yourself. Yeah, uh, but exactly. I, I credit I credit him for being a dedicated bow hunter. Yep, absolutely. So, uh, so that 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 was Maine. Yeah, so that's cool. Couple questions. Um, so how was? Nothing, but it was just a great time. So a couple questions were because it was dry. Yeah. Was there a lack of natural food there? Didn't seem to be. Um, okay. I saw blackberries. I, yeah, I, they still have blackberries, raspberries. Um, the uh, I, it's well, yeah. It, it's kind of funny because New Hampshire has been saturated. We've had nothing but rain and humidity. Mm-hmm. But if you get north of the of Pinkham Notch, there's nothing. Okay. So uh, there was there was plenty. Of, there seemed to be plenty of berries. Okay. Um, the I, probably not a lot of mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah. Um, lots of berries. But. but yeah, there was a, there was there was a ton of action. It just it was all mothers and cubs. It just seemed like an abundance of mothers with cubs this year. And I guess we do have those years when every every once in a while. Yeah, there's been a, there's been a lot of sows shot this year from what I've seen. At least at least yep. in like Minnesota and stuff, there was a lot of shot. A lot of not not sows and cubs, but just dry sows shot. You know. Yep. So yep. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. And, and, and you said you yeah. So uh, but no it. So, if you were to ask me, everything seems normal. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as far as the natural food sources, probably there, was, there may have been a shortage of mushrooms, but I'm sure it seemed it seemed uh, it seemed normal to me. But, okay. You know, obviously, I'm, I'm not a bear. Yeah. You know? Right. Exactly. Okay. You know, Good to know. Just curious. So, yeah, it seemed yeah. like you had a lot of action on the baits. So that was cool. Oh, every night. Yeah. Every Good. night, I saw a beer every night. I, and I, I've lost count, but I, I probably saw. Well, I don't know how many times I saw the same cubs, but um, I, yeah. I just I saw a bear every night. It was just it was That's just cool. like nonstop action. Yeah, it was great. Cool. It was really great. Very cool. Very cool. Yep. Well, good. Good deal. But so and then, yeah, that so, was that, so but, what are you doing? With, are you doing anything with that bear pelt or anything? Oh yeah, I've got it. Uh, that's on the way to the tannery. That one is okay. uh, already probably probably in Minnesota now. 
Yeah. Um, you know, being uh, I'm just I'm just tanning that hide. Sure. I've I've gotten to the point where I'll get in, I'll get into this I'll get into the other story when when I talk about the other beer. But okay. every time I get a beer now, I uh, I always tan the hide. Yep. And uh, I'm not going to do another rug. I'm not going to do another half mount. I'm not going to do a full mount. But I I just I just can't bear to to part with the hide. So I do. Yeah. I, I'm right now at this point. I'm basically collecting tan bear hides. Yep. You know, yep. with the feet and everything intact. So. Yep, that's where I'm I at. Could, the way yeah. until I get a bigger house, you know. So well, so this well, <laughs> so this bear yeah. this bear um if if I get a bigger house right which is <laughs> but um so this bear I shot I want I I shot in Minnesota I'm I'm you know, skipping ahead obviously if you've seen my Instagram it's no surprise but yeah. I'm gonna do a rug with this one um and this I'm keeping the skull too with this one I'll tell that story later. Um, but you know, I've got a half mount for my bear in Wisconsin. Um, and I've got a bunch of tanned ones. And from here on out, I'm just collecting tan pelts until I shoot a nice color. I've never shot a color phase bear. When I shoot a Mm -hmm. color phase bear, eventually I'm going to have that done as, as either half or full mount. And then Mm -hmm. that's it for me because beyond that, I, I don't really have space and I don't know. Kind of just seems real. like I mean I could I guess I could if I really wanted to be ridiculous I could line my basement walls with bear you know well, half mounts and it, stuff it, but it's just silly it, I think. Well, it's not that I wouldn't like, <laughs> but uh, I know what you're saying. It does get to the point where okay, wh- why am I you know wh- what am I really trying to achieve here? So yeah, I have yeah. you know I have one half I have one half mount uh, I have one rug. I have, um, I did do tri, I did, you know, remember the story of tripod. I did yep. have him done in a half mount. I yeah. donated him to the museum, whatever. Right. Yep. And then I have like, I'll just, you know, I'll just continue to save the hides and, you know, um, drape them here and there. I just love, love yeah. having them around, but yeah, I mean, you know, at what point is, is enough enough? I understand. Yeah. But it, it's a, it's a hard thing. You know, if you get that, like you say, if you get a nice V neck, a bear it's like yeah i just want to really do a half mount you yeah know? I, I know yeah exactly <laughs> exactly you know that, because the, that's what i say now i probably will yeah you're right and oh, don't get me wrong if if i had the room see i'm out of i'm right now i'm out of space yeah yeah um i just really don't have any you know between the you know deer heads and stuff like that and i've got i've got a ton of fish and my my wife's a very very understanding person but she's like you know you, know, you gotta really think well what you got going here but and, uh, <laughs> exactly. she's kind of giving me the hint like you know just don't bring any more heads home for now yeah so, <laughs> exactly exactly but it's tough it's hard you know it's hard when you get like you say is and as soon as i say that you know you, you shoot something that well boy it's kind of worthy of a it's worthy of a half mount. <laughs> exactly but yeah anyhow so but yeah so back to your uh your bear yeah so okay so um it's the first time listeners are hearing this but uh so i've been pretty quiet on social media about my my minnesota bear hunt like how it went because i was doing it myself i was doing all my own baiting and everything and yeah. uh to be honest it was it was such a roller coaster i didn't even like so the way Minnesota is set up for everybody, um, the way it's, the way it goes, you have two, basically two and a half weeks of baiting before you can start hunting, right? Which pretty short turnaround. So, you know, the, what I typically do is I go, I go set up the baits and then I go and I rebate the next weekend. And then the next weekend is like a few days before the hunt and then you hunt (laughs) so you don't really have a whole lot of turnaround time well 
so I, I went to go set up my all my baits, right? And I, I so it was me and my buddy Ben and we set up um five baits. And uh <laughs> um five baits. Five baits, yep, because you're you're allowed three baits per person. So I we had oh, five wow. between the two of us. So oh, and we had a whole bunch of different ones. They're all um I guess I can get into details of that later, but you know, there's there's five different baits. Well, we sent them up, and they're all really promising areas. And my buddy Jimmy, who's a guy in the area, kind of like pointed me in the right direction as to areas that you know I should check out that he doesn't typically hunt and stuff, but they're they're really good or whatever. And so we we just thought, man, it's gonna be a slam dunk, right? And the other thing too is that it was really really dry there, so there at the time there wasn't a whole lot of natural food when we set up. At least that's what it looked mm-hmm. like. So we set up the first weekend and then came back the following weekend and out of my five baits, not a single one was hit. It was like, what in the world is going on? I'm using like really good bait, really good sense. You know, I'm like, what is going on? I was like, I I just can't even believe this is happening. But the thing, the thing I've kind of learned about Minnesota and really anywhere anywhere where there's lots of berries, I guess, is Mm -hmm. if you start baiting in the middle of August like that, you're, especially if there's a lot of berries, which there end up being a lot of berries this year, which is surprising because it was so dry, but yet somehow there was a ton of raspberries and, um, (laughs) those bears just do not want to leave the baits or leave the berries for the baits. And, uh, no, I know it. (laughs) Yeah, especially if you're starting, if you could start baiting before the berries are on, you'd probably be okay. But the problem is, once the berries are on, the bears don't leave it till they're leave them till they're gone. And uh, mm-hmm. so anyway, five brand new baits, not a single one of them hit that first weekend. <laughs> and I didn't even know what to say. I'm like, man, I, I'm just gonna keep quiet. What if this is? Because my first time I hunted Minnesota was a was a um just disaster. <laughs> and um. And so I thought, man, oh no, this is going to be another disaster. What is going on? Oh no, I suck. <laughs> so anyway, I go back <laughs> the following weekend thinking, oh man. Well, by then, when I went back the following weekend, I had three, I think it was two baits were really, really hit well. And then the third one was kind of hit. So um, yeah, I was like, cool, cool. Okay, yeah, we're in action now. And... um so that was the weekend before the hunt. So I'd gone home and I came back and, uh, anyway, so when I, when I came back, we rebated the Tuesday before the hunt. And, um, so two, we, the hunt started Wednesday, September 1st. And so we baited, we baited Tuesday. Well, the bait, we currently kind of already determined who was going to hunt where based on like where they were. Like, um, my buddy Ben wasn't, you know, quite as familiar with the area as I was. And so he didn't want to, the one bait was like way, way, way back in the bush. And he wasn't like super comfortable driving back there by himself, especially at nighttime. So, um, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll take that spot. So, but that bait, we'll call it the, um, the blueberry bait. So mm-hmm. the way it was set up, it's down this old, like overgrown ski trail. And, um, at, I don't even know why it'd be a ski trail because it's way out there. I don't even know how to get out there to ski, right? But like, you, like a cross country ski. Yeah, like a cross country ski yeah, okay. trail. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. And you walk down it, and you, it's probably 500 yards down this old. Tra- it's not even really a trail anymore. It's just like overgrown, like footpath. 
and my bait, my tree stand was set up like literally step off the trail. There's the tree stand, and then 30 yards from there was the bait. Well, this bait, it, and there was a there's a big clear cut nearby, and then directly, um, I guess it'd be directly north of that bait was a big beaver pond, and um, anyway. Once that bait, it took a little bit for that bait to get going, but once it got going, um, there was bears on that bait from sunup to sundown <laughs> by the time we checked it. And I mean, all there's probably five different bears on that bait. And um, I told Ben, I was like, man, you know, I don't, you know, I normally hunt bears in the evening, but I was like, man, I don't know. I, I think with this bait, I think I'm going to have to hunt the morning because I mean, there, you're wasting, I mean, there was bears on it from when we checked it on Tuesday there was bears on it from like five o'clock in the morning all the way till noon. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't want to waste this. So the plan was I was going to hunt that bait and, um, I was, you know, I was going to hunt in the morning, but I figured, you know what, I, you know, the problem with sneaking in the morning is there's bears on it well before daylight and there's just no way to sneak in there quietly. Well, that, that was always my fear of hunting the morning hunters. You just drive them off the bait. Yeah. Coming in. Yep. Yeah. But fortunately, with the way this bait's set up, is that there's this, this footpath you can walk on, and you can get there fairly quietly, and the tree stand is literally a step off the trail, and so you could get in there pretty quietly, and you could see the bait to see if there's a bear on it, and they could potentially not know you're there if you do it right. So I thought, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to go in, not at like first light, but at like sunrise, so half an hour after sunup. That way, mm -hmm. it's, it's plenty light enough for me to be able to see what's going on. So, mm -hmm. um, so what I did is I parked my truck a mile and a half away because you know when you're in the bush like that, you can hear yep. vehicles all over. So, I didn't want these bears to have any idea I was anywhere nearby. So, I parked a mile and a half and I just walked there. And by the time I was like 300 yards away, I started to steal, still hunting to the bait. I mean, just you know, three steps, stop, listen. Mm -hmm. You know, going super, super slow. I mean, like three really, really quiet steps. So anyway, so I get up to this. So I get up. So I get up to the tree stand, and I mean, I'm going slow. And I get up there and I see the tree stand. I look into the woods and I go, "Man, I don't remember that boulder being there." And I was like, oh, "That's that's not a boulder." <laughs> I'm like, "That's not a boulder. Yeah. That's a bear. That's definitely a bear." And and then it moves. I'm like, "For sure, that's a bear." I'm like, "Oh wow, it's broadside." And that's the big one. So I pull up my rifle, pow, and I I, I shoot it. It, it. it didn't even go twenty. <laughs> oh no kidding! No kidding! I didn't even make it to the stand. <laughs> oh, that, that is uh, that's awesome. You shot it from the ground. That's cool. I got it from the ground. I still hunted up to it. <laughs> oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so I, you obviously you were yeah you were on, you, the wind was working for you and everything. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because that day was a crosswind, so they you know it was blowing in yep. my face as I was walking in, so they had no idea I was in there. So yeah, oh, that no bear kidding. that that's bear awesome. yeah that bear had no idea. I was just sitting there going rom 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 granola rom 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 granola. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. No yeah, so I got up to my bear. It was, uh, well, I ran, so I didn't even, I, I saw where it laid down. You know, I, I saw it dead, but I didn't go all the way up to it because I, I got close enough to know, man, I don't want to drag this out by myself. So I went and got my buddies, um, Mike and Ben and, and Brad. And because uh, um, what, what I did is I had a camp with, um, it was me and Ben and then 
um, my buddy Mike Foss, who's a used to be a guide in Minnesota, he was hunting, uh, or in Wisconsin, I mean, he was hunting with us, and then his buddy Brad came and stayed at camp too, and so mm-hmm. we went, <laughs> we went and drug, got the bear out together. So that was cool. <laughs> I came back and they're like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I got the bear." <laughs> they're like, "What?" <laughs> so actually, it was funny because Mike came and drug out my bear and got back in time for him to go to the stand. <laughs> So, oh no kidding! Yeah, yeah, it was funny, but how, uh, uh, so so the bear, yeah, how uh, it was a you said it was a, a, a dry sow. Yep, it was a. It ended up being a dry sow. It was about a two hundred fifty okay. pound bear, somewhere between two thirty nice. and two fifty. Um, it was That's a, a big sow. It was yeah. a big fat sow, and I don't. We'll find out how how old she was, but she's old. Her two of her canine mm-hmm. teeth are broken off. Um. You know, the rest of her teeth are all wore down. She was an old bear, old bear. So you could tell she so, had, had many litters of cubs. <laughs> and so, and it was it was time. Yeah, it was time. So yeah, so that was a that was a good harvest. Yes, it was. So yeah, I didn't realize you shot it from the ground. That, that congratulations. That's yeah. cool. Thank you. Thank I've you. never shot. I've never shot one. Let me think about this. No, I've never shot one from the ground. I no know kidding. I haven't. That's cool. Yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, I just couldn't. I I couldn't. You know, I wasn't. I didn't. I couldn't put it together. But I mean, I've had opportunity. I just couldn't. I've uh, never actually done it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, this is definitely uh, my first stalking up on one like that for sure. Yeah, I've sat one yeah. sitting on the ground in Canada one time, but you know, I was sitting basically in just a natural sort of, you know, natural not a natural blind, but it was you know I was hidden away in the in the spruce trees you know to where they really couldn't see me very well so yep. um but yeah this one yeah, the, was definitely the first one I've ever stalked up on so yeah uh, the one thing I've you know you learn you learn how to use the wind when you bear hunt because mm-hmm. deer deer are bad enough but I think I think I think bear are probably the the most I think they have the best nose of all, yeah, you know, definitely. And, and, and definitely the best ears. Yep. Yep. Um, and I've seen it, you know, I mean, I've seen, I've seen how they react to different noises and it's just yep. amazing. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. Amazing creature. Yeah. Yep. It was a couple of years ago. I was sitting in the stand and, um, it was a blind. It was about 40 yards away. And, um, I was sitting there and all of a sudden I saw, I saw black break in the tree line. And so I, I naturally just took my rifle off safety, you know, and I clicked it pretty, pretty quietly. Well, it ended up being yeah. two yearlings that were still hanging out together and they came into the mm-hmm. bay and I'm like, yeah, it's not what I'm after. So I, you know, I, I sat and watched them for a minute and then I was like, all right. So I clicked my safety back on, but when I did it, because normally I like hold it and like, you know, keep it from doing the whole metallic click. Yep. Well, I accidentally clicked it. And I mean, I'm four yards away in a box blind, and as soon as that metallic yeah. click went off, those bears—I mean, one of them—one of them ran off in the bush. I mean, as quick as you could say jump. One was mm-hmm. like 20 yards into the bush, and then the other one basically jumped from the bait, and I—I I mean, it was like a 10-foot jump over to this tree and was like, you know, 10 feet off the ground, as quick as you could say jump. I mean, yep. they are so fast, but just that little <clears throat> click, you know, I was like, whoa. It's, 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 it's kind of funny because I almost, because Tripod heard me take my safety off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was coming in and I, I've got a, and uh, I hunt with that 300 um, Ruger. Um, yeah. Uh, 300 wind mag Ruger uh, guide gun. Okay. And yeah. it has the old Mauser type safety. Yeah. Yep. We've talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. And it has the old Mauser. 
mm-hmm. for the safety, not the tanning safety, but which I like. But yeah. unfortunately, you got to you got to be well. I clicked it. He looked right at me and came in anyway. Yep. Yep. Really so, weird. So the story really I just told weird, you, but, I, I've got a Ruger. It, it was a Ruger M77 Hawkeye, and it had that same metallic. Yep. It has that same safety, yep. and I did the same thing. Yep. <laughs> well, that's what, yeah, this is, you've seen them. It's yep. the, it is the, it's the Ruger M77 Hawkeye, but it's called the Guide Gun. Yeah. It comes yep. in, you know, 300, 37, blah, blah, blah. Yep. But um, unfortunately, I had, don't ask me, because I very seldom have common sense when, when, in buying firearms. <laughs> but I almost bought the 338 Win Mag when I bought that gun, which I would never because the 300 is overkill. You know, yeah, you know that. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, I did. I bought it in the 300 Win Mag, and I, I've always loved that 300 Win Mag. Yeah, that's a good but I've bullet. never, I've never owned a 338. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So it's which is hole. which is well, it's you know for Alaska grizzly. Yeah. At the time um, when I bought it, yeah. it was the with the intention of of moving to Alaska, but um. The, no, you have a 338. Yeah, yep. It's that it's okay. that M77 Hawkeye. It's in 338 Winmag. Yes. Yep, it's a great gun. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Oh yeah, um, but yep. I just I you know I because I had you know like you always wow if I ever go to Alaska I'm like you know what if if I can ever go to Alaska I'll just buy a 338 then. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. I ended up just getting the 300 because I've always loved that 300. Yep. Um, that, I just love that caliber, and yep. uh, I've shot a, quite a few bear with that rifle. And oh, yeah. I, I really like it. But that safety, uh, like this year, I, I actually hunt with my uh, my gloves on. And it makes the, it does actually make that safety quieter. But you still got to think about what you're doing. Exactly. Um, because they hear it. They de- they hear it. Oh, and absolutely. It, 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 I'm telling you. Um, but, well, so did your buddies, uh, did your, um, your friend Ben there, did he get his bear? So, so what we did, this, so th- there was a stand, it's called the pine, we called it the pine stand. And mm-hmm. when Jiminy, Jimmy and I were scouting back in July, um, so I found this stand. Well, well, we, it was kind of the last spot we were going to, we were picking out spots and, uh, Jimmy's like, ah, oh, we got to find one more spot. And so we went up and we went into this stand and basically it was just a red pine. You, some people call them Norway pines, but red pine, Norway pine, same thing. Um, stand, you know, pretty tall trees. There were some white pines mixed in there and that was it, you know, and it was pretty thick at the base. And um, the only reason we, he was like, oh, this is going to be an awesome spot is because there was a, there was a hazelnut patch like along it. It, it was actually this old, or not old, it, it's a snowmobile trail. And mm-hmm. you know, along the sides of the snowmobile trail was hazelnuts for a little stretch, and then you step off and it's all pines. Well, I typically, I would never, ever set up in that, that area. I, you know, that kind of spot. I'm like, this this would not work out, you know? And um, anyway, so when that first weekend when the baits weren't getting hit i thought man this spot is just not good so i was like you know what i should go set up one more spot so i ended up going up and setting up a new one more additional spot further away and um Mm -hmm. and you know i didn't really pay attention to that spot i figured it would be a just not hit or whatever well that third weekend um or the second weekend i should say the weekend before the hunt when I was checking baits again, um, at that time only had two baits. And I thought, man, I'm not doing so good. So anyway, the, the, when I was leaving, I'm like, you know, I should just swing by that one spot and check it out or whatever. It's not a big deal, you know? And, um, 
you know, and it was also like a convenient place to go and like change my clothes for the ride home or whatever. So, so I go mm-hmm. in, I walked in that spot. I'm like, holy cow, this place is completely cleaned out. Like it was the best hit of the day. I mean, they'd eaten like 60 gallons of bait in a week. I thought, holy cow. So I ran <laughs> back to the truck and I dumped all the remaining bait I had out there and was like, oh man, oh man. And, um, so that's where Ben hunted because, and we didn't even have a camera on it until actually when I came back up to, I came back to Minnesota on Monday and before I didn't get there till the afternoon, I only baited one spot. It was that pine stand. I stuck a trick camera out there and we pulled it out and there was an old boar, nice old boar that was all scarred up on that bait. And I was like, Oh, cool. So we put, so Tuesday we went out there and Ben hung his stand and everything. Well, so that was where Ben, ben was hunting because it's fairly easy access. So we get out. Um, so Ben was hunting it, and he's sitting there, and it was, I think he told me it was like an hour before last light. Well, this bear comes in, and he sees him from a ways away. But the bear, he sees it, and the bear's essentially coming at an angle right towards the stand. And Ben was like, oh, man. And he, he, the bear got about 10 yards from the tree stand. It was coming right, and it was going to go right underneath the tree stand. And he didn't know if, you know, the bear was going to wind him or what. Because he wasn't that high off the ground. So he he had a shotgun, is what he was hunting, a scope shotgun. And so he ended mm-hmm. up... Um, he ended up saying, okay, well, I'm going to shoot now. I'm going to take a headshot because this bear is only 10 yards from him. So he pulls up, and he's as he's pulling the trigger to do the headshot, the bear at the very last second turns his head as he pulls the trigger and completely misses the bear. <laughs> yeah, so the bear runs off, and, um, and uh, he ends up... Um, and then we we checked the camera. That bear was actually back later on um, that night. Well, <laughs> and so he hunts it the next couple nights, and that bear comes in. Well, he could hear the bear, but it starts shaking trees and stomping because it knew yep, he was in yep. there. So, yeah, yep. that, that was – it was over at that point. <laughs> so uh, You know, and it's funny because you, you wonder – I mean, the animals here – and I've, I've run this through my head millions of times, but like a clap of thunder. I mean, animals mm-hmm. hear noises all the time, but yeah. for some reason they just, I've always, I'm always been convinced that they know you, they know you're, they know you're there somewhere. But when, mm-hmm. when you have, when they have that like sixth sense that they know there's something not right with this picture. Yeah. And, um, which I think, you know, okay, I'm a bear and I'm mm-hmm. walking along and there's a pile of donuts. That in itself is unordinary. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think they're suspect to that, but you know, they get comfortable, whatever, and they start eating it or whatever. And then, um, they develop like a, like a, like a trust or whatever. And then, but, but as soon as you put a hunter in that stand, that they, that just changes everything. Yeah. And, um, if they get the slightest whiff, um, you know, of, of anyone, but, but I often wonder because I mean, I've shot at, um, uh, you know, bear and they've come back in like a half hour later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it you know all depends. Yeah, it all depends. No. So, yeah. So you never you never really know. I mean, like you said, okay, so he missed the bear that day. But, I mean, I probably would have gone right back the next day. Yeah. And, you know, because he, 
you know, you get to kind of play the odds, I guess. Yeah, um, and that's that's and, what we kind know, of figured too. And there was other bears on that bait too, but yep. the, yeah, yeah. Yep. But it is funny I, when you say that. I've had them, you know, like twenty minutes or half hour before dark. I've had them like snapping branches, mm-hmm. um, yep. you know, trying to drive you out of there. I've, yep. I've that happens. That happens, happens several, frequently. Many, yeah. many times. Yeah. I've had that happen to me twice now. Yeah, many times, and it's kind of exciting. Yeah, yeah, you know, it is. You're like, oh, that's the big one. <laughs> yeah, when when it you know, isn't necessarily, but you know, that's just their way of communicating, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, Trying to challenge and, and see uh, if there's. I think a lot of times they wonder if it's another bear or what. But yeah, they they stomp the ground and shake the trees and. You know yep. when they're doing that, they gigs up. <laughs> yeah, start huffing. You yep. know, and the other thing is people don't realize, like, those mother bears will keep boars off the bait. Yeah. They'll keep, you know, when the mother bear's in there, those 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 boars won't come around. Yeah. Um, yep. Unless, I guess, maybe with the exception of, like, a very aggressive big boar might just come in after a cub or something. But I've never right. seen it happen, but I'm sure right. it does. But uh, generally, when you get a concentration of, you know, cubs and, and mother bears, I mean, your odds get, get really slim really quick. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, uh, but in, okay. So, so, so in Minnesota, when you asked me about like the food source, like in, um, uh, in Maine, mm-hmm. like, do they have beach, do they have beach nuts out there or what are they actually? Eating? No. So, so in Southern Minnesota, they do have acorns. Um, but okay. up in Northern Minnesota where I was hunting, there's, there's no acorns at all. It's kind of the stir of the true, like, um, like Canadian boreal forest there, mm-hmm. and um, they have hazelnuts, but then it's such okay. a you know people make a big deal about the hazelnuts. It, they seem to go so fast. You know, there there was actually a lot of hazelnuts this year, but they were gone before the bears even, you know, before bear baiting even started. Now the one thing I will say about hazelnuts okay. that I noticed though up there is that. I think with the bear, and this is my this is my guess as to why the bears were in that pine stand. So I think what bears actually are doing there is they're raiding um, squirrel nests because there's obviously a lot of squirrels in those pine stands like that. And I think they're going through and raiding pine like squirrel nests for pine nuts and for um, hazelnuts. Because, you know, if you watch those squirrels, they'll go and just rip apart a pine cone, you know, and, and they're stuffing those little itty-bitty pine, pine nuts in their yep. cheeks, the and they're not I've eating them. them. many, many. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're not eating them right, <laughs> right away. They're going to store them somewhere, right? And I think those bears yep. are literally going yep. looking for those hordes. So. Yeah. That's, that's, um, well, you probably, that's, that's probably, probably true. Yeah, because I guess a lot of people have success in those pine stands like that up north. Now, the problem with, like, hunting that in Michigan, this is why I don't usually hunt them, is because um, where pine stands typically are around me, it's really good mm-hmm. sandy soil, and those areas tend to get really hunted by hound hunters. So if you yeah. set up in an area like that, because our, you know, hound season and bait season coincide. So, um, you know, if you set up an area like that, chances are you're going to get run on by dogs a lot. So, um, yeah, fortunately up in Maine where I hunt in this area, they can't run, they can't run houses. It's bait only or, right. you know, still hunting. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but in, in New Hampshire, uh, it's, you know, there's the bait season and the hound season. There's never both. Right. So, so when it's out bait season, um, so, uh, but, but, but up in like in Maine, it's more of, uh, it's an Acadian where, well, we are, it's like an Acadian forest type. So okay. you've got both, you've got hardwood and 
yeah. spruce, a lot of spruce, a lot of spruce. I mean, yeah. I actually love, absolutely love that forest up there. Absolutely yeah. love yep. it. Just, it's the best of both worlds. Yeah. See, that's um, how the UP I mean, is. Is it's most? It's a yeah. mix, right? Yep. Yep. Exactly. So. And uh, of course, you know, in New Hampshire, we got you now we got beech nuts, we got acorns. Well, you know, in some 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 years are better than others. Yeah, but when we have a really good, you know, beech nut season, they they don't come into the baits as hot. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, was there uh, much for beech always, nuts this year? I can't, in New Hampshire. Yeah, I can't honestly um, answer that because uh, where we where we go, um, well, where we bait in New Hampshire, um, there aren't a lot of beech nuts anyway. Okay. Uh, but it's more, and actually, um, uh, in New Hampshire, they were more interested in the apples than they were the the, the sweet stuff this year. Yeah. Yeah. And they they were they were really pounding the apples, and we were you know we were using apples too. But I mean, yeah. But um, and course, you know I I know we've talked about this, but New Hampshire, you know, you can't use chocolate. Right, right. Same with yeah. the UP now so, too. So, yeah, we were doing. Uh, we bought barrels. Um, I think we're still on last year's barrels, but just the like cinnamon cookies, mm-hmm. and uh, occasionally, um, I think that's all we used. Was like the uh, yeah I think cinnamon like like a cinnamon hermit type cookies, and uh, which is kind of amazing because you buy a fifty five gallon barrel of cookies that will never go bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, know. I mean, you can still eat them. You can... <laughs> it kind of makes you wonder. Yeah, I know. I know. And my wife, the first time I brought them, first time I brought them home, my wife's like, "What's that?" I go, "It's a barrel." She, I go, "It's uh, uh, it said right on it, bear bait, New Hampshire." Yeah, because obviously it has to be chocolate free. And she said, what is it? I go, oh, it's a cookie. So I opened up the top, and she looks in, and she goes, you, you've got to be kidding me. And I'm like, <laughs> no, why? And I ate one in front of her. And she goes, you can do that? I go, yeah, there's nothing wrong with them. Yeah. And, uh, and <laughs> so, but, I mean, a barrel will last, God, because we can only use two. Like one, one, if, uh, you, one hunter can only have two, two, two bait, bait sites okay. in New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah. And but you can have two sub you can have two sub well, like subcommittees or whatever. So if if I have a bear bait, I can have two people hunt off my bait. So that's three hunters per stand. Yeah. So if you've got in a sense, if you've got two bait sites, that's six hunters, if you will. Okay. So yeah, so you can still get a lot of hunting in. Yeah. Uh, but yep. you're only allowed the two sites. Yeah. And once you pick your sub, I call I'm calling them sub sub permit subpermittees, whatever they call them. Mm-hmm. I said subcommittee, but subpermittee. Once you pick them at the beginning of the year, you can't change it. So okay. if, so yeah, so the most, the, the, you're only going to, in theory, you can only pull three bears off that one site. You can't, like when someone tags out, you can't put someone else there. I see. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah that's how they do it. And it works out pretty good. And I think last year we actually did fill all the tags on two sites. Okay. Nice. We did, actually, no, I know we did. Yeah. That's so cool. that was, it was a good year last year. Nice. That's cool. But as far as I'll be honest with you, I, I don't know about the, I don't know about the beach nuts this year. Hmm, um, I okay. haven't even heard. Cause I've been, you know, don't forget, I've been down in North Carolina. So I just haven't really done my, you know, and, and where, like I say, it's not really an issue where we bear hunt anyway, but I'll, I'm actually, I want to get out and do some scouting because now I'm, I'm all hopped up for bow hunt. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'll be, I'll be, I'll be finding out in a couple of, you know, probably this week what we got for, um, natural food sources. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Although it must not have affected, must not affected the bear, the bear hunting hunt too much there. No, 
No, as a matter of fact, um, <laughs> we've had a lot of it, it's been there's been a lot of action um, mm-hmm. and good sized bears. Okay, I mean some good sized bears, and I haven't. Um, uh, I know there's a lot of cubs around, but I mean I I got mine the second night I was out because mm-hmm. I shot my main bear on Friday and I shot my New Hampshire bear on Tuesday. Sheesh. Um, <laughs> And yeah, I was pretty, I was pretty so, happy. So how did you go about that? Because I know in New Hampshire, you can't start baiting till season opens, right? Nope, September 1st. Yep, so, so and, when... Oh, did... oh, I'm sorry. Oh, so so what happened was the guy the guy I hunt with, he started baiting. Oh, okay, um, okay. Yeah, I was wondering how you worked that out, because I'm like, man, that was a quick turnaround. I get, I get <laughs> off pretty quick. I got up. I got off pretty lucky this year because <laughs> while, so. I'm, while I'm up hunting in Maine, my buddy's bait, you know, running the bait stands, and I come home and my second night I shoot a bear. That's pretty. And cool. I, as soon as I shot it, I texted him a picture and I said, uh, I think that well, we got a guy that lives down. Well, well I say down because my that the site that I go to is, is like I think. Oh God, it's like two miles. Um, no, no, it's more than that. Uh, it's almost like three or four miles up from the road because I got permission. I actually have to get up there with my my uh, my ranger, you know, my side by side. Yeah. And because well, we got permission from the landowner and all that, blah blah. But um, you know, if I had to walk up there, I Christ, it would take me an hour to walk up there. Right. So you know, we ride. I probably get within three hundred yards of the site, and then which is downhill, and I park and, and walk the rest of the way. But the guy at the bottom of the hill had a bear killing his chickens last summer. Oh, uh, okay. And he said, yeah, it's a, it's a big bear. It's a big bear. Um, everyone says, you know, all bears are big. Uh, but <laughs> when mm-hmm, yeah, your chickens. so of I sent course. him a picture. Huge said, bear um, in my chicken coop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 150 pounds. But, uh, you know, that goes. But so I sent him a picture. Uh, um, I said, I, the chicken killer is, uh, has been dispatched. And he calls me up, which surprised me. I had cell service. And he goes, you actually shot a bear tonight? I go, I just sent you a picture. <laughs> That's not last year's bear. And uh, he's like, great, I just poured a glass of wine. I go, don't worry about it. <laughs> I, said, <laughs> I said, I'm getting older, and I'd really kind of like this in good style. So I'd like to do this in good style while I can. So I want to drag it out, put it in myself, and bring it down. And I'll, sure. I'll, 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 I'll see you in a while. Yeah. So anyway, as always, it ran straight downhill. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I, every time I shoot a bear there, it goes right down the hill. Of course, <laughs> it's dead in its, it's dead in its tracks. But once it gets once it gets over the top of that hill, you know, it just somersaults. Yeah. Yep. And uh, which is something else. Okay. So, did your bear give you a, a death moan this year? Just a little, little one. Like I could barely both, hear it. Both my bears, and I the the one in Maine, I took out both lungs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one in New Hampshire, it went through the heart and left the lungs, which is kind of weird. But okay. both bear gave five solid death moans. Interesting. Mine yep. was like, mine was like, <laughs> that was it. I took yep. out both lungs, like the, blew them apart. Yeah. This one, uh, the, the, both of my bears gave, and I counted them, five solid, which it's kind of, it's kind of a, it's kind of bittersweet because I hate yeah. hearing it, but I love to hear it because yeah, because you know I, you're 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 done. Yeah. Like there's no question. Yep, and it's kind of like thank God. Yeah, and then but you know the the, the other side of that is ah oh, God, I just I, I hate to hear it. Yeah, but um, right. but it's part of it, you know. But it's kind of a reassurance, like thank you know I I know pretty much where it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's down. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, yeah. So that was uh. I didn't know if you wanted to get into the New Hampshire hunt yet or not. Yeah, but, yeah, go know, for it. We're still talking. Well, so that was, I guess I've kind of told the story now. But, yeah, so 
So I went out on uh, Monday night. Um, I got back Sunday. Kevin and I skun, uh, skun out mine, my main bear, uh, quartered it up, put it in the um, in uh, in my Yeti on ice, mm-hmm. and uh, and then Monday. Did I grind that up Monday? Yes, Monday during the day. So I fleshed it out or whatever and got the mm-hmm. get the hide taken care of, and then I bone and then I boned it out and uh, um, I, I ground everything except the back straps. Okay. And then and then um, so I went hunting Monday. Okay, that's right. So I go to, I go out on stand Monday, and Jim's like, "You're you're hunting already?" I'm like, "Yeah, why?" He goes, "You just got home last night." And I go, <laughs> "Dude, it's bear season, well. you know." Right. So I went up and uh, nothing. Uh, oh, oh, I know what it was, and we had the craziest storm. Mm-hmm. thunder lightning like high winds so nothing monday night i come home and i had those back straps i cooked i sauteed those back straps up with some mushrooms onions and a little bit of that shaved wild game sauce and okay. i'll tell you what it was like filet mignon nice those nice. back straps were literally like 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 just the most tenderest thing i've ever had in my life yep so yep. that was awesome i had a really good dinner so then uh tuesday i um I worked Tuesday, but I went out and Tuesday night. Yeah, Tuesday night I shot shot the bear at about six ten, six okay. uh, ten minutes past six, and um, and uh, yeah, ended up uh, it went well. I mean, like I said, it unfortunately went down the hill as it always does, but right. Um, took out took out the heart, and uh, so that I missed out on that treat. <laughs> yep. But but uh, which is my I love eating the heart. Usually it's always kind of a tradition. I, when I get home that night, I eat the heart. But yep. um, for some reason, I, I took out this. And this year, I, I, I destroyed both of them. <laughs> um, but so I come home Tuesday night, and you know I bought twenty bags of ice and packed it down. I registered it. That's something else I wanted to mention. So the state of New Hampshire um, mm-hmm. came out with a good program. So when you because it was always an issue. Like by the time you get out of the woods, it's always like eight o'clock at night yeah okay? of course and try to find you know you can't you call everyone's you know you can't get a hold of anybody yeah there's nobody so registered now, right well we do it electronically now yeah yeah i was so you uh, yeah but dude it is so slick so yep. i pull out my phone and because mm-hmm. i tagged because i tagged one in last year so they have all my information and uh within five minutes i was registered area that you know they ask for the area um time of kill uh license number and that's it um eight o'clock the next morning a game warden calls you up and says, hey congratulations you shot a bear and you know we'll have somebody come over because in new hampshire you have to have a warden come over and um you fill out you know a bunch of paperwork questionnaire okay. you know did you bait did you hire a guide yeah what did you shoot it with where and they you know show it on the map and stuff so it's just uh and then and they pull a tooth yeah um to determine and but you know in this year he was here he was in my driveway at nine o'clock in the morning so it was quick that's cool um, i'd already had it skun out and you know they'll tell you um in the, when you're doing your registration by all means skin out the beer take care of the meat do whatever you have to to process to save you know to save the, the game meat yeah and yeah. uh it's, it's very clear but it's so slick that's cool it's yeah. so slick and i i you know i, I I'm, I'm so glad they did that yeah, I um, wish Michigan would go to that because the, in Wisconsin and Minnesota they have it. You can do it online or over the phone too, and yeah. so it's just slick. The only thing, and what they have you do is they have you pull the teeth yourself. And Minnesota requires, well, yeah. yeah, Minnesota has a um, like a specific like envelope that um, mm-hmm. yep. you have to fill out. They give you the bag or whatever. And I think I can't remember how Wisconsin does it. I I. 
you might have to fill out your own envelope. It doesn't matter though. They, they, um, you know, you mail in the the te- the two teeth, and that's it. You know, it's very yep. slick. You do it over the phone. You just have to, you know, know your deer area or whatever. And Minnesota gives you like a registration confirmation number, and that's it. It's super slick. Do it right yeah. over the phone, no big deal. But Michigan, you have to go actually go in somewhere still. And I wish they would change okay. it because it's, well, you know, I mean, it's not a big yeah. deal because you can bring, you don't have to bring the whole bear in. You can just bring in, like, the pelt or the skull or whatever. As long as they can pull a tooth and see, like, evidence of sex, you know, it's good mm-hmm. enough. But, you know, it's still kind of like a pain to, okay, now i got to take the bear and, you know. Well, you know, so. and that's the thing about, you know, New Hampshire does it. Well, in Maine, it's just that. You pull a tooth yourself, you send everything in, and, you, you know, you do all that. Yeah. But uh, the in New Hampshire, they come to your house yeah. and do it, and do it, you know, do it for you. Yeah, that works. Um, which is cool. No, yeah. it's cool. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so by... By 1030, I had it, you know, fleshed out and I had all my fat separated and, uh, I, I think I ground it up. When did I grind that up? So that was Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I ground it Friday, Friday night. I wanted, okay. I let it sit for three days on, 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 uh, in the Yeti on ice yeah. and, uh, ground in, in by, and then Friday night I rendered, I rendered the fat Friday after I ground it. That's right. Okay. Cool. And that was kind of fun. Yeah. Oh Yeah. Yeah. But my wife, my wife is, um, um, you know, no, no better way to season a cast iron fry pan. So I got all my cast iron fry pans and I got a few, I got quite a few. Yeah. And I kept, I kept like rotating and rotating and she's like, she comes up, she goes, I can feel this in my hair. (laughs) 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 She's like, it's permeating because I can feel it in my hair. And I went, oh, you're, she goes, no, it's permanent permeating the house. And she was. She's cool about it, but it was, yeah. you know, you know what it's like. I mean, oh it, yeah. It, yep. There's nothing like beer. Yep. Exactly. And, uh, it, so anyway, I got a bunch of that and, uh, yeah. So it's, uh, both bears are taken care of in the freezer and going to start making some, uh, cottage pies and, uh, you know, some meatballs and stuff like that at some point. But right oh, now yeah. I'm just, I'm, I, I'm just really wound up for deer hunt. But. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. Me too. I'm getting in that but, zone too. Need a little bit of bear yeah. though. My bear, it's been pretty good. So, um, had it for lunch and dinner today. It's good yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm actually going to tomorrow night. I think I'm going to I'm going to pull out some ground and I'm just going to do up a you know just do up a like a cowboy's mess or whatever they call it. Yeah. Yep. That's generally how I eat ninety percent of my bear. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you do? Have you ever done? Um, I know we've talked about this, but I kind of forget. Do you do pot roast with your bear? Oh yeah, you absolutely. Um, especially like the okay. shanks and stuff. Yeah, I do those yeah. all the time. Yeah, yep. that's like one of my main of things. The front shoulders and the shanks; those those tend to be roasts for me. Yep, yep. And do you uh, do you do it in a crock pot or? Yep, yep. I've done it in a Dutch oven; that works too. You know, but um, yeah. crock pot is so easy. You know, so easy. Well, you, yeah, you kind of set it and forget it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I kind of go easier. back and forth too. Like you know, with venison, you you um you kind of braise it. You know, first you put in, you know, you sear it in oil, and then you throw in the crock pot, and that, you know, kind of helps it uh, not dry out. Yeah. With bear, yeah. I don't know if it makes a difference or not. I'm kind of on the fence about that. Have Have you tried that? Oh, sear, searing it? No, um, no, I haven't. I just throw it in. Um, yeah. Okay. I haven't even actually. I've, I haven't even done that. I haven't even seared venison, but I, I know people that do. Yeah. Um, and I don't. I 
I've had it both ways, uh, and I don't really know if there's a difference. Certainly yeah. with bear. Yeah, not but, with bear. I, you think, I think I've done, like, searing bear. I don't think it makes any difference at all. So, But it's just, no, it's just it's fatty kind of, enough. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it's just, and it's just, just that different kind of meat, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah. uh, but no, definitely. I think it's arguably probably the best pot roast you could ever have. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You yeah. Know? It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but more 90% of mine goes right into burger cause my mm-hmm. wife loves to cook with it. And we yeah. do the, you know, we, we do tacos. We do, uh, it's just so much easier to cook with when it's ground. It is. Yeah. Yep. And you know, we'll cut it with sausage. We'll cut it with bacon. I yep. do that quite often. So, yep. um, and I cut venison with bacon quite a bit, but, uh, you know, that's, that's pretty much it. And I do save the back straps. Yeah. Yeah. For me, um, like steaks, um, I'll be honest with this bear. I didn't even save any steaks, but I, no. well, I will, I will save steaks, but I don't like to eat them past like, I don't know. I'll freeze them and, and, you know, if I don't eat them within a month or so, they go to become, I just end up grinding them up because I find that bear steaks yep. that have been in the freezer for a while, they just, they don't have the same taste. I mean, they're not bad, but I just, I like a, a fresh bear steak is probably some of the best steak you'll ever have. I mean, it, it is like top level steak, but once, yeah. I don't know, I, I wish I could understand what chemically happens to it, but there's just something about when it's in the freezer and it's not the fat. A lot of people say it's the fat. It's just something you can have a like completely clean backstrap, no fat on it whatsoever, you know, even mm-hmm. vacuum sealed. And if you yep. freeze it for more than like a month, month and a half, I don't know. It just seems something's different about it. It's like drier. No, it, it, I don't it get 100% it. One hundred percent is no. It, it's a, you're one hundred percent correct because I've done that. Like I'll cook a backstrap. Like usually, like those backstraps out of the well, the, the ones I ate actually. Yep. Um, never even you know they never made the freezer. Obviously, yep. they were just in the fridge. Right. But I'll pull those out. You know, I've pulled them out like six months down the road. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. It's like it's like it's like kind of blah. Yeah. Compared to compared to what it tastes like like right out of the animal. Yeah. Right out of the animal, you know? never frozen. Yeah. It, it's probably I mean, it's literally the best steak I've ever had. Yeah. And and that's not the case with venison. Correct. Because I've had venison back straps for well, they don't usually last that long, but I've had them six months. Yeah. And they're 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 great. Yeah, yeah. So you know, there is something and I and I don't know what it is about the bear that makes that makes that, that does that. I have no idea. I mean, you know, it's definitely yeah. edible. It's certainly not something you'd throw away. Or oh anything. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's just, and if, it, you know, if you if you if you you know if you butterfly them out and you know saute them up with the right, I mean, you can make them taste. Oh them, yeah, but, absolutely. But yeah. you're right. If you take a bear, if you take a bear backstrap right out of the animal, throw it in the pan, and, or throw it on the grill and, and slow it, you know, mm-hmm. soak it, it, it just by itself. Yeah, is, is phenomenal. Yeah, it's it like juicy. Yep. It's it has this yep. like clear juice that runs through. Oh, it's so good, so good. Well, the ones I yeah, the ones I had, I literally didn't even have to chew them. You could literally just yeah, mush your tongue against the roof of your mouth, and it would just it's that's how tender it was. Yeah, yep, exactly. And I'm like, this is these are some of the best backstraps I've ever had. Yeah, it's you know oh. it's almost like they anti-age. You know what I mean? Like you you ate if you yep. have like venison in the freezer for a long time, it like kind of breaks down itself you know what i mean and it it mm-hmm. ages itself bear almost gets tougher as it's in the freezer you know what i mean yeah. and it's not freezer it, burn no and well so so we're kind of touching on something else I, I'm, I'm glad we're having this conversation because did we talk about trigonosis 
in freezer life and in, in, in time uh, in the freezer? Have we have uh, we, we have about talked that? about trichnosis? I don't know if you've talked about freezer life though, and I think I know where you're going with this. Okay, because you probably heard that some people seem to think now. I I, I I'm stressed. Yeah, I think that if if bear meat is in the freezer long enough and you that has trichinosis, it, it kills the trichinosis. Mm-hmm. And I so I don't believe that, but so I've looked it up on the CDC okay. website, and I think mm-hmm. it's the CDC is where I looked it up, or maybe it's the FDA. I'm not sure, but that can be true depending on the strain of trichnosis the bear has if it has trichnosis the further north you go the less likely that is so if you shoot a bear let's say in um arkansas north carolina Carolina, you know somewhere in the south right the the Mm -hmm. strain of trichnosis those bears can potentially carry will almost for sure be killed by freezing it for a certain period of time i don't want to quote the time look it up yourself, you know, and I'm, I certainly, mm-hmm. I certainly am not recommending eating raw bear meat ever, you know, yeah. but, yeah. but don't take this as Matt Schumann said that you can eat raw <laughs> bear meat if, as long as you freeze it. I am not yeah. saying that at all, but and, I'm and, saying that on the CDC website, it suggests that if you live, if you shoot a bear in the South, that the trichnosis it carries can be killed by, freezing it but the further north you go and especially if you're anywhere near the arctic though the strain of trichnosis that lives up there does not die from freezing so you and i where we're bear hunting we're in like a gray area where Mm. (laughs) yeah how lucky you feeling bud (laughs) not that lucky nope because i know there's one thing i don't want that's trigonosis yeah yeah and uh i always go to you know when i'm doing ground like frying up ground meat i i know it's cooked but like if i'm doing a backstrap i mean i I bring it to minimum 160 okay and which kind of which kind of so okay so having said that i know know we've brought this up in the past but People say, well, what's bear steak like? Well, I don't like bear steak because you have to cook it to 160. Sure, yeah. And if you're cooking a steak, like tonight I cooked my wife a, a, a porterhouse. I brought it to 130. That's what mm-hmm. she likes. And I'm yep. not going to do I can't do that. With, now, if I cook that steak to 160, she'd give it back to me. Yeah, yep. So so, so, so that's kind of my, my point. It's like, why would, I, why would I do bear steaks anyway if I have to, like, basically overcook them? Exactly, you know, unless yeah. Unless you just have to eat something. Right. Um, right. I'd rather grind it up. I'd rather grind it up, or uh, you know. But the, the back, like I say, the back straps out of the out of the animal. I mean, you can cook those right up, and they just melt in your mouth. Yeah, even at well um, done. Yeah. Yeah, at well done. Yeah, yeah. But that and that is the exception to the rule. So that's, yeah. I guess that's kind of why. Because and you've you've probably been asked this as many. So what does bear taste like? And I just tell them it tastes like bear. Yeah. And the only way you're gonna really know good comparison. Is, it, it really isn't. I mean, and it's my wife's favorite meat. It's mm. probably, I, I would take it over. I, honestly, I'd take it over venison. Yeah, yeah, I would um, too. Hands down. But yep. I've talked to so many people and say, oh, I had it once and it was horrible. It's like, well, <laughs> chances are. I'd love to know yeah, what those yeah. people are tasting. Well, it was probably, if it was bear, it wasn't cared for properly. Something, um, yeah. And, and uh, I've never had a bad taste of it. No, bad. You know, no pun intended. But it's, bear has never left a bad taste in my mouth. It yeah. never has. Right? No, no, um, exactly. 
So I, I, feel I mean, I've even had, of... you know, it's funny on that note, the bear I shot last year up in Alaska, right? It was feeding on salmon. Mm-hmm. And you always hear like, oh yeah, bears have been eating fish or terrible eating, right? And I mean, it was early enough in the year that this bear was certainly not sitting there eating raw, you know, rotten salmon, right? Right. But I will say this bear, the the bear up in Alaska, I mean, it was probably one of the top three best tasting bears I've had for sure. Really? Um, yeah, but it was eating salmon. It wasn't eating berries. And when we, cause I mean, we cut open the stomach just out of curiosity and yeah, it was yeah. full of, of salmon roe. So, huh. I mean, <laughs> you know, I was like, well, all uh, right. Yeah. And I, I can, I can honestly say, I know I've never had a black bear that has been eating fish or yeah. at least say it should say a steady diet. And yeah. then, you know, I kind of, I know we, I know we talked about last year, but so you, you ate grizzly too. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And, and you said it was great. Yeah, I'd eat it. I I would never. I mean, yeah. I guess I've, I haven't had a whole huge sampling of grizzlies, right? But the yeah. two grizzly bears well, I've eaten, very edible. I mean, I yeah. I could not tell the difference between grizzly bear and black okay. bear, in my opinion. The only difference well, was it, this grizzly was, you know, it had been in the freezer for a year. So, you know, like the steaks were, you know, year old bear steaks. So, they I mean, they were they're yeah. edible. They weren't great. Usual. But the, the ground meat I had was... You know, I made bear burgers with it for like three days and loved everyone. And to, <laughs> and to, and to emphasize, it was a grizzly, not a brown bear. Or like... um, it was kind of a it was kind of a gray area. It was a okay. All right. I don't know. Actually, I'd have to. You know what? I'd have to. Well, because we're talking about the diet, and you know, yeah. the only thing that makes it a grizzly is the, is the lack of salmon. So I, I always wonder, like, it, what's the difference between a brown bear and a grizzly? Although they're the same species, they obviously yeah, have different diets. Right. So I'm wondering, I'm wondering what the, I I'm wonder if they this, taste any different. I'm going to look at this up really quick. Um, let's see. Let's see if I can. I've never it. had either. I've never. Had yeah. Grizzly no, I want. I'm going to look at. I'm going to look up this bear because I know. Okay, here's yeah. the bear. This is def. It's definitely a grizzly. Yeah, okay. definitely a grizzly. Yeah, I'm just looking really quick. Yeah, I know. Yeah, um, that that looks like a grizzly to me. So yeah, grizzly bear. All right, big bear, so but you, grizzly. Yeah, and and uh, the other the other thing is that everyone seems to think a grizzly weighs a thousand pounds. No, and it's bear. Uh, that that's certainly not the case. This bear might be. I'm not even sure. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not even sure if this grizzly's 500 pounds. Maybe it is. Okay. Yeah, because they're not the, the the typical. I guess the average grizzly shot is not uh, kind of getting off on a tangent here with grizzly bears, but um, it's just a common. You know, you hear that. Yeah. The, the, you think of like what are the ten? First of all, people actually want to taste like second. People, everyone thinks a grizzly bear is this thousand pound creature. <laughs> yeah. Is not the case. No, not no. Case. Your typical grizzly is like. You know, six seven. Well, a big grizzly bear is like six seven hundred pounds. You know, they, they say the average. Yeah, the average bear grizzly bear is between four fifty and six fifty. Yeah, yeah, somewhere that in sounds between. About right. So you figure, I guess, would be I guess five 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 fifty, but which right. is a big animal. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'd love to shoot a five hundred pound black bear. Of course, yeah. You know um, that that but, brings up a good point because I want to talk about this because I keep sure. seeing so much. You know. I've shot a lot of, I've shot 10 black bears now and a bunch of different places and I've seen a lot of dead black bears now. And, you know, 
when you hear people talking, right, you'd think that a black bear, by the time it hit like four or five year olds, five, four or five years old, was like guaranteed to be like 500 pounds, right? Or at least like 350, 400, right? And right. out of all the bears I've seen, like that is not the norm. 300 pounds no. is a big bear. Your average, your fifteen-year-old bear. Yeah, yeah. Like I saw a bear. Um, you know the sow I shot. She was, I mean, I'm I'm guessing. You know, just based on her teeth. You know, teeth situation. This bear is probably in the fifteen-plus-year-old range. Maybe she's a little younger and just had a really rough life. But she's fifteen-plus. Yep. She's an old bear. Well, if her teeth were, if her teeth were rotten, no, you're probably. You're yeah. probably pretty close because that's yeah. about the time they start having those issues. Yeah, right. So I mean, you know, just just you know, we'll we'll find out next year. But you know, she's in the 15 year range, right? She's not yeah. a spring chicken. And, no, but that's a big, that was a big that was a big sow though. Yeah, huge sow, right? This is a yeah, huge yeah. sow, and yeah. optimistically, she was 250. You know, she was somewhere between 230 and 250. I didn't weigh her, but you know, yeah. that's where she was for sure. Mm-hmm. And um. When I was, when I saw, I was at, when I was leaving, um, I went and saw Jimmy before I left and, you know, he's a guide and he had one of his hunters bringing a bear and I saw it was a big boar and I'm thinking, oh yeah, it's a big bear, you know? And, uh, and you know, my gut feel was, man, this is, this is a really big bear. This is going to be like 275 or something. Cause the way it was laying, it looked like huge, you know, he gets up on the yeah. scale and it was, you know, 237 pound bear. And I'm like, yeah. Wow. Okay. You know, I'm thinking, man, you know, it just occurred to me, like, there is not a whole lot of like 300 pound giants running around, but people think that like a bear's three years old and it's 300 pounds. And that just is not the case. No. You no, know, that bear, the, for a bear to get three three fifty, that bear's got to be at least ten to ten to fifteen years old. Yeah, it does. Well, tripod was tripod was three forty forty two, and he was sixteen. Yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, we do have now. Here's here's the part that I kind of tip my head. We, we every once in a while, like we had one. Oh, sorry, I guess three years. ago. I forget how time flies, but let's say it was probably four years ago, five years ago. We had a five hundred pounder shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a, a boar. Now, how did that bear get five hundred pounds? Genetics and just you know, get had really good luck at at eating the right stuff and great genetics, great yeah. environment, just all the right things come together. Just just like a you know, Boone and Crockett Whitetail. You know, I guess it's just not it every is, forty yeah, acres has a Boone and Crockett, right? I mean No. Very, no, it, very it, it, few it, it, deer will grow to be a Boone and Crockett buck. You know, just like right. a five hundred pound bear. Now, now down in North Carolina, which I've never bear hunted, North Carolina, mm-hmm. um, which which I will at some point because obviously I'm, you know, I have a house down there and I, love, I deer hunt down there and I love it. Mm-hmm. I just haven't had the opportunity. But I mean, they shoot five, six hundred pound bear down. There. Yeah. Yep. Um, of course, a whole different game. I mean, you know, right. the, the, the feed's different. The, every everything's different. Yeah. But, they don't know, have they to hibernate as long. Big. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they shoot some big bear. Absolutely. Yeah, um, I mean, there's but, but, there's a couple things, right? So, th- this is what I've seen with areas that where a lot of big bears come from. It tends giant giant bears come from areas where there's a not a lot of pressure, hasn't been a lot of pressure, right? Like an area that first starts to get hunted tends to have older bears that are very big. You know, mm-hmm. the other thing is access to feed 
and how long are they hibernating? That's the other things, right? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, North Carolina, I mean, I know they've been hunting them for a while, but I don't don't know how popular bear hunting has even been for that long there. You know what I mean? Like, has Uh, it down there? Yeah, I feel like it at least has gotten more popular down there, hasn't it? Oh, God, yeah. Um, well, I mean, as far as, like, traditional-wise, I think that in the south, I mean, you They've take some of those. They've always been hunting down there, of course. Yeah, well, the, the houndsmen. I mean, yeah. there's a long line of, of houndsmen, and yeah. I think it goes back to you know, the beginning. As long as we've been, you know, I say we, um, as long as uh, there's been hunters down there with hounds, I think sure. they've been running bear. You yeah. know, Tennessee, uh, North Carolina, Arkansas. There's a. It goes back a lot. Now, how popular was it? I, that I don't know. Yeah, I mean, right. Like there's many... a lot of deer. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Not as many as like this. Everyone's a deer hunt. Yeah, of course. Or, yeah. You know, um, but but as far as like bear hunters, no, I think it is a, a, a um, very few. Well, let me put it this way. As long as I've been down there, and I've talked to a lot of people, I've yet to meet a bear hunter. Sure. Yeah, and that's a big you state. Know, so that, that tells you, well, 16 million people. Yeah, exactly. And and the bears are weird in North Carolina. Like, from what I understand, and I don't know, please don't quote me on this, but from what I understand, they don't really reproduce. In other words, east you've got east of 95 and west of 95, and I guess they don't really produce reproduce east of 95 for some reason they're there mm-hmm. yeah i guess they want it's something about it's like a that's the line for them now it's not that they don't show up on the east side of 95 but i guess the major i guess they they basically live on the west side okay and i don't that's what i've been told several times and hmm. um i don't know why that is interesting um, but yeah yeah some do with habitats well, i don't even know if it is I, What's that? Got to be something to do with habitat. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it, it, that's probably everything to do with it. Or, uh, I mean, it's not like they couldn't cross the road. I right. mean, you know, the deer do it. But for some reason, the, the bear population is, uh, you know, the west side of 95, um, which hmm. gives you pretty much, you know, the majority of that state anyway when you look at the map. Right. Um, right. But it's a different, and it's also a different culture. Like, down there, um I've talked to people that have, like uh, Danny Vitalis went down there and uh, did a bear hunt. A, a buddy of mine from he does the Wild Fed podcast mm-hmm. and stuff. But he uh, very very bright guy, very nice guy. You'd love to talk to him. But he went down on a bear hunt. And he, he said he goes, "Well, you're surprised. It's all about the meat. Mm-hmm. They don't even keep the hides." Huh. Interesting. You know, it's all yeah. It's all about the meat, and hmm. uh, typically. And he said it's a you know just a different kind of but he 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 lost a really nice bear down there, and mm. uh, I guess while he was there they you know, they do they 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 shoot some big ones I mean I I read about them I fall you know like I I read the articles and the magazines and stuff and I mean they are bringing they're harvesting some pretty big bear oh I'm sure but uh, I'm sure and uh, the hound hunting down there is uh, like tenfold what it is up here yeah definitely definitely but it's also you know it's more user friendly. Uh, mm-hmm. where, you know, like where I am, hound hunting is, is, is can can be an issue. Yeah, because of the population. Because of the population. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, people kind of they get they get wound up when you know six dogs are chasing a bear through their backyard to the chicken. <laughs> exactly. So, exactly. That, that's an issue. Yep. That's definitely. Issue. <laughs> definitely. Yep. Yep. But uh, I I haven't hound hunted in thirty years. So. Right. Right. Just too many. Just it's I don't I don't have. Uh, too too many issues for me, but yeah, right. But anyway, um, but yeah. So uh, 
I don't know how we get off on North Carolina, but um, we were talking about big. Bear. Well, I was talking about bear, big like bears, yeah. big bears. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And so, I guess, I guess my, you know, it, it, I don't know, like your average bear running around, you know, they're not, they're not very big. You know, your average black bear pounds. running around, yeah, 150 pounds. That's a very yep. average bear. And I'm not saying like yep. that's like oh, it's because the bears are young. No, I mean that just bears are black bears are not gigantic animals like a 200 pound nope. bear is a very good representative bear you and know when people see that when people see that 200 pound bear they think it's 500 yeah and then you shoot and go oh wow yeah. you walk up to you and you're yeah. like that's a lot smaller than i thought but no this still granted, a big animal. yeah uh, yeah a 200 pound bear is a pretty tough crack <laughs> it is it is absolutely I mean, oh man crack. you're telling me now telling the average me. bear shot in maine is 125 yeah yep I forget what the average so in Michigan is. It's like 130, maybe something like that. It's not. It's it's right around that 125 Probably. mark. Yeah. 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 Um, but you know, there. Uh, and I, I don't know how. I don't know how that's going to play out as time goes on because the bear population is always growing and growing every year. We get more and more bear. Yeah. Yeah. And less hunters. Um, so I don't know how that's going to. Is it going to genetically produce smaller bear? Possibly. I don't know. I don't know. Depends. It depends on yeah. depends on a lot of habitat. things, right? Habitat. Yeah. Like, is there too many bears for the landscape? Is there? Well, the, yeah, the, whatever the carrying capacity is. But yeah. we're 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 getting over we're getting overrun with them. There's no question. Yeah. You need and, to open up uh, spring season. Well, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're every and I think they're afraid at this point. I think New Hampshire's afraid to ask. Yeah. Right. Um, but because you know, it, it just, it just uh, every time there's a every time like a biologist will say, you know, we'd like to harvest two thousand bear this year. Oh, oh my God! Yeah, it's just they start screaming, and you know we, they, you know, they expect I guess to like was it a thousand? I think is what they average or whatever or want to. But we seldom we seldom even reach that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know they'll they'll come out with this, yeah we'd like to take two thousand bear. Well we can't even we can't even get a thousand. How are we gonna get two thousand? <laughs> exactly. And all that does is get is get the, the you know the anti hunting crowd up in an uproar. Yeah, so it's, of course. It's, it's kind of counterproductive. Yeah. I just wish they'd spend more time uh, and I can you know, I can say this for a few states. I, I wish they'd spend more on on education and you know, actually instead of just saying announcing it's like oh we want to start you know we want to have a bobcat season well you probably ought to come in with some kind of uh you know some statistics as to why you know yeah. like not just we want to just start shooting bobcats <laughs> exactly and, but that's what they do and it, and it and it just it's 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 it gets shot down because you know they don't spend they don't educate the public mm-hmm. right you know and you know there are people i don't have to tell you there are people that you know if you if people are anti-hunting you're never going to change their mind no of course gonna, not you're no. never going to change your belief no and that's just at the end of the day that's just how they feel but i think if if they spent more time educating the public as to, you know, like carrying capacities and, you know, animal population and how we have to, because we are the, you know, we are the apex predator. Let's face it. Mm-hmm. It's our responsibility to manage the species um, because we've, we killed off all the natural apex predators, the wolves, the grizzlies and the, and the, and the mountain lions. I mean, we've decimated them. So we take on the responsibility of being the apex predator, but we're not doing the job. Yeah, exactly. You know, we're not we're not managing those those uh, those herds like we should be. Yeah. So I don't know. It's a, but that's yeah, that's that's another problem. <laughs> yep, for sure. So so anyway. Yeah. Um, for sure. Well, 
Cool. Well, it sounds yeah, I can't believe it's over. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm it's it's like for me like like it was from like my my perspective, it was like I couldn't have had a better hunt. I really couldn't have like the way it went down the just everything was just perfect. But it just ended so fast. It was like boom, over. It did. Like oh, it did. In two, in, 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 yeah, it was like in a week, and a week and a half. It was gone. I know. Like, no, I, I've been, yeah, I've been, so... I've been literally like dreaming about doing this hunt since I think around March is when I decided, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hunt Minnesota this year. We're gonna have a bear camp with Mike, and it's gonna be a good time, you know. And Mike and Ben, and then, <laughs> and then you know, kaboom! It's just boom over. There's a dead bear in the ground. I'm like, okay. Cool. Wow. This, it's over. Like that's sad. <laughs> yeah. Now, now back to uh, at the beginning of the uh, podcast, we talked a little bit about you mentioned spot and stock. Yeah. Um, I would love to do a spot and stock. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, but where you know, obviously, you're not going to do that in the Northeast. No. Um, no. Probably not in Michigan or, or Minnesota. No. But, I mean, no. <laughs> no, I would. I, I, what I I wouldn't even I call wouldn't. my mine a spawn stock. It was a still hunt to a known feeding location. Correct. Oh, correct, <laughs> correct. But you know, like to go to I don't know, pick up what Vancouver. I don't know. You know, you see, you see, you see it all the time. Guys, they'll, they'll drive across these remote lakes and boats, and they'll spot a bear, you know, two hundred, yeah. three hundred yards away, eating, eating a stump. Now yeah. we don't have that opportunity. No, and it's I'm not feasible. It's not feasible. And I've talked love... to people that that like try to do that have like wanted to do it here. Like we we have like up in the UP, we have like there's certain like they call them mountain ranges. You know, like there's the Huron Mountains or the Porcupine Mountains, and yep. they're not like the mountains out west, right? Where you can no. go up and get above the tree line and you know and glass a grassy slope. They're just treed hills, you know. So yep. it's not a feasible thing, right? So anybody that that's listening to this and thinks they're gonna spot and stock up here that that's just not a thing yeah. like I, i'm sorry i'd love to i wish it was but it's not yeah well it's kind of why i'm bringing it up because again back to the people say well you know bait it's you know it's not you know it's it, 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 you know it's it's not it's not hunting blah 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 mm-hmm. but when when reality it's like if we weren't baiting uh you wouldn't be shooting many bears no no because of the ge- because of the geography yeah, but exactly. I, so I, I would love to. I would love to do a spot and stock. I really would. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, you know, out west. I guess Vancouver is a good place. Obviously, that's out. But yeah, um, yeah. You know, it would be a great time. You know, you load up a boat with some camping gear and you know go out for three or four days and just you know kind of you know cruise around and glass like you say and you know uh, I'd love to do it. Yeah, but, um, definitely. You know, I mean, there's different like different types of spawn stock hunts too. There's like kind of your boat based mm-hmm. ones that would be like more of a southeast Alaska, like you know, eat, you know, yeah. coastal British Columbia style hunt where you're, you know, going up in yeah. in on a boat and glassing for bears feeding on the shore. There's that kind of hunt, and then there's also like your yeah. hike up in the mountains of like Idaho or Montana and look yeah. on grassy slopes. That kind of hunt too. No, there's different tiers yeah, of yeah. ones, you know. Yeah, and where there's no trees. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. Um, that's the problem with the Northeast is we have too many damn trees. Yeah. And it's exactly. Tight. It's tight and wet, but so so uh, up in Alaska, um, mm-hmm. I got a uh, kind of a friend who who is a, actually um, I believe the oldest living guide. Okay. In Alaska today, um, he's actually I don't know if he's technically physically guiding. I think he's well, he's like seventy five. So. Okay. But he said they're basically begging 
um, people to shoot black bear up there. Well, I think you can shoot up to like certain units. I at least it was up to like five black bears a year or something like that. Yeah. I'm going to look. I'm and I think what, what I've heard, now I don't know if this is true, that the black bear come into the more populated areas um, where the people are and the grizzlies eat the black bear. So the grizzlies are following the black bear into, into the more populated areas. I have heard, I've heard, I've heard that. I don't know how true that is. Cause I, I know that there's also grizzly bears in, in the populated areas too. So, well, but in, but are they following the black bears to mm, eat the black bear? Because they, they eat black bear all the time. Right. Yeah. I don't know. So I don't know. It's kind of an interesting, uh, thought, thought, but I know, can you imagine being able to shoot five bear? That would be, I don't know. Okay, here's a question. Actually, here's a better question. If you could shoot five black bear, would you still deer hunt? No. <laughs> I don't think I would either. <laughs> no. No, I wouldn't. I can tell you that right now. I don't think I would I love, either. And, no. I, no, I, you know, I never really thought about that. Yeah. But I, can, I, could, I, could, I could answer it just like, it's like, as a matter of fact, no, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I would, I would stick to it because I love bear hunting. Yeah, no, yeah. Right. yeah, I know. Um, and, and don't get me wrong, I, I do love deer hunting. It's just like, um, but it's always been with my line of work. Deer hunting's always been kind of a, it's always been kind of my nemesis because I've, I've, I just don't have the time. You know, with, yeah. with deer hunting, it, it's before this cold season. I've always, I just got the time to do it. And uh, that's why I, I love it. And uh, I just, I just, I just, I love, I love bear hunting. But, yeah. um, but you know, I, I guess, I guess you're right. If I could shoot five black bear, I, I probably wouldn't, I wouldn't deer hunt. So it looks like I was just looking it up. It looks like it's down to you can only. Sh- I mean, yeah, it's pretty rough, pretty pretty rough times in Alaska. But you can only shoot only three black bears a year now, and okay. and two grizzlies. So you know, depend so, very so very unit depending, right? You know, it all depends on. There's a yep. ton of different units, but it looks like I just did a quick scan of the main ones, and it looks like the limit is three and two. So, oh no so no, I'm sorry. I just found one. If you hunt in unit 19, unit 19, you can still shoot five bears. Okay. Five bears. Five black bears and two grizzlies. Jesus. There's seven, in theory, there's seven bears. Yeah, yeah, seven bears. That, 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 would, be, that would be a good season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't think I'd hunt deer if I could shoot that many bears, I would just commit it all to black bear hunting. But then yeah, the thing, is, but then the thing is, could you can shoot moose and stuff too. So it's like, then, heh, you know, <laughs> what do you do? Well, and it's kind of, you know, Alaska is kind of weird with their, how some of their laws are and stuff, especially yeah. if you're a resident. Sometimes it seems like they kind of get the shaft. Yeah. Um, and they make it a little bit, you no, know, it caters. I, I get it. They treat it as a resource and they look for that, you know, non-resident, hunter to come in and spend spend the money yeah but um but yeah i mean there's just a ton there's just a ton of bears up there yeah that's what it really boils down to yeah Definitely. but uh i don't i don't think yeah i don't think you know new hampshire was going to go along with that no <laughs> no yeah. no yeah, it'll be we're it's going to be a long time. If hunter numbers keep dwindling like they are and game populations keep going up, even then, it's still going to be a long time before you're able to shoot two black bears in Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> a you know, long it's kind of, it's kind time. Of weird. 
because with the whole now it was my understanding that you know because for years and years we, we've, been, we've talked about this is that the hunter numbers are, are, are dwindling down so there's less and less hunters so but now i guess last year with the covid Mm-hmm. I think New Hampshire sold like a record number of licenses. Yeah, same same so, with everywhere. I think Michigan. But I don't the same know if thing. that's was that just a fluke or people's. You know, I don't know. I don't know where that fall fell this year. We'll find out. And I don't know if it. Yeah. We'll find out. And this I don't year. know if. And did it have an impact on the harvest? I don't, I don't think know. It did. I don't know. I know there's a ton of deer around here this year. That's for sure. <laughs> we have a lot of deer around here. Yeah. We have for the last. I mean. I, and, these are the good old days of deer hunting, yeah. hunting in New Hampshire. Yeah, without question, without question. But it's, seriously, it's the good old days, days of wildlife in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything, everything's on the rise, even predators. Yeah, um, the fishing, the fishing is phenomenal. I mean, really, I mean, I'm fifty-six years old, and we're, this is the best it's ever been. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I'd say. Definitely in southern Michigan, is southern Michigan, it's the good old days. Up here in the UP, um, I think deer hunting had like a peak back in the 1990s, like early 90s, late 80s. Um, mm-hmm. And then, it, I mean, we're, it's still very good in a lot of areas. Not everywhere, though. Um, I think it, it's getting back to the good old days, but right now we're sort of on a... You know, it's a slow regrowth back to that right now. No, but... is it is it is it the tough winters that that, that mm-hmm. take out the deer herds? Yeah. Okay. So back in so back in there, the deer herd was really high, because um, what basically once a decade, once every fifteen years, something like that, we have we'll have some just brutal brutal winters that come through and just wipe out the deer herd, and. Okay. Um, so what it was back in two the winters of 2012 2013 and then 2013 2014 um we had the, those two winters back to back and they were just brutal and they killed between those two winters they killed off probably 70 to 80 percent of the deer population it was unbelievable yeah well that happened yeah. that happened in northern maine too um, yeah quite a few years ago uh but and then now it is on the men, but it's still not what it was. Yeah, right. That's kind of where yeah. we're at right now. Is it's on the men, and we've had you know it's starting to get a lot better. There's certain areas there's a ton of deer, you know that. And yeah. this year, for the first time, I I've noticed some really good bucks in the fields, you know, because we have okay. we have some hay fields around here, and you know, you can go and and you know look in the evenings in the summertime and see what see what's growing. And this year, I've seen some pretty nice box around so i mean certainly not not anything you'd get like real excited about in like iowa or something but for around here they're yeah. nice deer for sure oh yeah i get excited seeing antlers yeah honestly. yeah um but yeah you're right I, I know what you mean there are there are guys that just look for the look for that ivory yeah um but as far as and you guys also have the cwd to deal with in well, they had one case in the in Dickinson County. That was two years ago, and they have not had any other cases there. So okay. um, that's okay. But now down in southern Michigan, yes, they do. There's a pretty big area of it now down there. So yeah, thankfully that, in the UP, it has not really taken off yet. Well, yeah, knock on wood, that's an issue we haven't had yet. But yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 may, I may want to backpedal just a a little bit, and I think there may have been. Was there a case? 
I can't. Or it might have been. I can't. I can't remember if it was Maine. There was. I, I want to say there was a case, one case, but maybe 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 I'm maybe I'm making things up. But no, it's just it's not something we have. We don't we don't deal with that around. Uh, pretty much in the northeast, as far as I know. Yeah, that's good. But that, that's another another whole uh, issue. I mean, I don't, it's just nature. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, nature, you know, trying to take care of itself. But the hard winters, I know we we haven't had a hard winter in New Hampshire. Probably, I can't tell you the last time. It's yeah. just it's a joke. It's just an absolute joke. But I know in Michigan, it's just <laughs> it's it's not a question of you know will the ice be safe. It's like how you know how much we. I mean, you're always going to yeah. have ice. You know yeah, I mean? pretty just, much. Yeah, I mean, in, like, you know, by in the old days in New Hampshire, by, you know, December 30th, we were driving logging trucks across, like, socket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, now it's like we've had years you can't even set cuss cards. Right. It's not safe to walk on. It's just it's a joke. <laughs> yeah, right. But, you I mean, it's good for the, you know, it does boost, you know, it's it's obviously good for the deer. Yeah, definitely. But, um, but I mean, I miss those old winters, too, you yeah. know, where you can, you, know, you can depend on the snow and you can depend on the ice. It's, yep. We haven't had a hard winter in a long, long time. Course, okay. You know, I'll probably jinx myself. <laughs> this year um, just pounds. <laughs> yeah, but northern Maine, northern Maine gets hit. They, they, you know, they, can, they, can get some, they can get some serious snow up there. Yeah. You know, that definitely has an effect on them. Yep. Yep. Same but, around uh, here. Yep. Cool. So. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll be going. We're going a while. Yeah. Let's wrap this thing up. Any yeah, last thoughts? Cool. Uh, no, nah, maybe other than, you know, if I can somehow miraculously get out to Michigan this year deer hunt, I'd love to hook up with you. Yeah, that, absolutely. That's the only thing that pops into mind. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, we should make that happen. It's going to be, yeah. I'm going to be a deer hunting fool here soon. I got they changed around the deer tags and uh i could shoot i'm not i'm obviously not going to do this right but if a fella wanted right now i could shoot 12 deer in michigan this year <laughs> i could shoot 10 does and two bucks you so can't be serious. oh no i'm dead serious 100 percent over really? the counter too no drawing or anything i just buy the tags up to 12 Holy deer moly. isn't that crazy yeah no i i gotta i gotta I, I, I got to go to Michigan and give a do like a kidney transplant or something. I got I to come up with an excuse. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, in North Carolina, we can choose six. Yeah. Yep. Where I am, two bucks and four does. And I thought that was, I mean, God, I've, I've never done that. Yeah. I've shot a couple of bucks. I've shot a couple of bucks. But, right. Um, but no, I mean, just the idea. I don't want to shoot 12 deer, but my <laughs> right. God. No, I don't either. I don't either. But just that the says, idea. But that says a lot. Well, you know, I say that. I mean, you know, that would definitely care, take care of the red meat for the year. But oh, yeah. uh, that just, you know, that just tells you how good the hunting is. Yeah, yeah. There's, you yeah. know, the thing about Michigan with deer hunting is that there's, there's not, in in a lot of areas, there's not like trophy bucks. There just is not, right? I yeah, mean, around yeah. here, a mature buck will be a Baskerack eight, and you know, maybe they'll grow bigger yeah. than that, but probably not, right? But but they taste they taste just as good though. They taste just as good, and the deer, mm-hmm. especially if you get up in the UP, man, they get big bodies, <laughs> big yeah. bodies. If you're into meat, venison, this is the place to come. Yeah. <laughs> so do, that means that stay away. Do they get? Stay away. Do they get a? What's that? I said, stay away. We got CWD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trichno- now the, the deer have trichnosis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, now the story changes. So, anyway, no, I'd love to. I'd love to get out there, but that's. 
probably uh yeah that's i'm i'm, I'm dreaming big but we'll see yeah yeah we can anyway yeah i guess that's my only that's my final thoughts Okay, cool. Well, yeah. And congratulations. Congratulations on your Minnesota Bears. Yeah, thanks. And congratulations on your two Bears. It's uh, well, an awesome year. year. It's, yeah. you know, I'm just, my final thoughts is I'm just kind of sad it's over. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, it'll take it'll take me a couple of, you know, once, like I say, once we get out deer hunting, it'll take my mind off it. But I'm, yeah. I'm kind of depressed. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah it's, you know, how can I be depressed? I shot two bears. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and if I was, if I hadn't got anything in Maine and I hadn't got my New Hampshire bear, going, geez, what the hell? Oh, man. But, right. So, you know, it's, it's a damn if you do damn. So, exactly. Uh, I'm very fortunate. Very fortunate. But, yeah, I do. I do. Uh, I can't wait till next year. Yeah. And that's where I'm at, too. It's it's kind of like you're sad the adventures. And, like, in a way, you're relieved. It was like, I did it, right? I, you know, I filmed the bear yep. tag. Awesome. You know, I got bear meat in the freezer. Like, you know, yep. got that great meat for this winter, like awesome, you know. Yep. But at the same time, it's like the adventure's over. Like that's sad. No, I'm just gotta, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yep. you know, like like deer hunting is an adventure too. But but bear hunting is like it's it's a different kind of adventure for me. Maybe it's just in all in my own head, but you know, it's it's, it's it's just what you like to do. It's for yeah. whatever reason. I mean, I you know, and I can't I can't explain it either. Yeah. You know, I really can't. I can't give you a. A, a decent explanation but i just know i just love to do it yeah i don't know how to how else to say it yeah for sure so, so anyway cool all right man sounds good well let's wrap this podcast up thanks for everybody for tuning in well, we'll see you next time